and welcome to Man's Not What, Season 1, Episode 9. My name is Holly and I live in a pop culture black hole. Luckily for me, my mate John Bass, say hi John. Hi. He's got his finger on the pulse and each week he'll be educating me with the latest pop culture references from Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, yeah. Morse code, you fax Steve. machine, yeah. your mate Steve, Holly's cave, cave paintings. Yeah, why not? Holly's notebook, anything. Holly's notebook. You just told me before I press record that you were hangry. Now, for those of you that don't know Holly, when she's hangry, mate, she's hell on earth. So I've got no idea how this pod's going to go. So if you're looking for a nice, cheerful start to your Monday morning, this may not be it. Apologies. I also worked out at the gym today, because I don't know if I mentioned this, but I work out. Well, you haven't actually, so that's good. No. I mean, it's it's a massive lie, because I don't really work out very yeah. often. Yeah. Also... But it does add to the hanger. Yeah. You also went out for a, like lunch, though, so I don't yeah. really understand the, the hanger kicking in so early in the evening. Yeah, it's a good point. And I started last week's podcast, Angry. Yeah. So... So maybe that's a new trend. Yeah. Just, just like being angry all the time. Expressing my anger. Yeah. Um, we spoke earlier in the week when we were planning the pod, and um, you said that you had like just a sort of funny uh, experience with an audition, and I thought it was quite an interesting insight into your life, mate. So we were just exchanging like WhatsApp messages, weren't we? Yeah. So I've got a day job Yeah. as a thespian. Um, yeah. So I've got that day job in the office, and yeah, I had an audition this week, and so I spent an hour at work. Yeah. You know, doing a bit of office work, a bit of admin work, bit of administration. Yeah, doing a bit of that on the old keyboard. Yeah. And then I <laughs> went out for an audition. Yeah. And literally, the audition was going in a room yeah. with a group of people. Yeah. There's a director, casting director. Okay. And they're like, right, you're in a car, <laughs> yeah. and we're going to shoot you in the head. <laughs> normal. Just it's a normal. normal day. Standard Tuesday. Um, and we were all like reacting to the gunshot. Okay. He was like, the director was like, now you can decide whether it's going through your skull or <laughs> it's going through your neck. Right, You nice. decide. Yeah. So I, I picked skull. Yeah, it's wise, wise choice. Good choice, if any. Yeah, I feel like you can get more like facial um, expressions going with, yeah. a, with a headshot. Although the neck the neck exploding could have been nice to explore. Yeah, true. But yeah, so, so he said, oh, you're going to get a shot in the head. So anyway, we all had a go at this. Right. And yeah. then he said... Oh, I mean, when you get shot, just to give you a note, you can sort of use people around you. You can right. sort of fall on them. Now, these are complete strangers. <laughs> and I thought, well, he's, okay. he's given me some directions, so I'm obviously going to yeah, try that it. out. So I just fell on the woman next to me. <laughs> um, got yeah. shot, fell on her, I was lying on her for a bit. Yeah. And then they were like, great, thank you guys. So we're in that, 10 minutes. And then I had a nice chat with the lady who had fallen on. I said, I'm very sorry that I fell on you. And she's like, oh, no, it's all right. Yeah. Then she started telling me about her boyfriend, and then I went back to work. <laughs> <laughs> it's a weird, it's a weird life, isn't it? That you're like, without knowing, you might get a call, and you're sitting there, like you said, doing some admin, and then within potentially like minutes, you're falling on a complete stranger, <laughs> pretending you've been shot in the face. Yeah, and so, I've got the best boss in the world in my day job, so yeah. I, and he's so lovely, and I just say to him. Ah, uh, I've just got to nip out of the office to go get shot in the head. Is that all right? I won't be long. I'll be back an hour. <laughs> and he's like, "Yeah, yeah, good that's look, cool. Good look, great. Like he's a real like cheerleader. That's nice. Yeah. Yeah, you need a supportive boss, I guess. Yeah. But one day, like when you're uh, a full time actor, you'll be able to look back on these times and go, "Well, this is what's made it all worthwhile." 
<laughs> See? So that's all good. How was your week, mate? Uh, all right, mate. It's my last week of garden leave. So I am uh, getting ready to start my proper job next week. So just trying to enjoy being in my pants for as long as I can every day. Uh, my record was 22 hours. 22 hours mm. in your pants? Yeah. It's pretty just good. Just pants? Just like, yeah, just pants. Just pants. Obviously, yeah. normally you would wear pants, but in this scenario, yeah, just pants. Yeah, in this scenario, just the pants. Um, okay. So yeah, 22 hours, not bad. That is good. Yeah, and the yeah. other two hours were, um, there was a bit of bathing in that. So like, obviously, so, I removed no the pants. pants. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I didn't need it for that. And then, um, yeah, then I like obviously was just in a towel. So I didn't need it for a little while and then just sat on the sofa. And that was two hours. Roughly. And then I thought, do you know what? I should probably put some pants back on. <laughs> Clean pants. But yeah, they weren't the same ones, just to clarify. So the two hours split up the day a little bit. So. But yeah, just, just pants. This is... This is Always with the good content. Yeah, we start strong, so mm-hmm. it's only going to go downhill from here. I just um, find pants really funny, by the way, just to let you what, know. What, the word or the... Just thing? the concept and the word and just... Yeah. Do you know what I've been thinking about? You know Americans say pants, yeah. Oh, don't get me started on that. Well, I used to think that, that was mental, but think about it, right? What do you... What, are, what we call pants, they're underpants. Mm. So they're under pants. So actually, we should call trousers pants. They've that got is it, interesting. They've got it right, because they're underpants, aren't they? Did you have this epiphany, epiphany moment <laughs> during the 22 hours in pants? Because well, imagine you yeah. sat there, yeah. just zoned out in your pants, thinking about pants. Yeah, yeah, a pantomime. And that's the definition of too much time off. Yeah, exactly. So I'm desperate to get back and do something productive. Not that doing the pods and stuff isn't productive, but um, yeah, something... That's not just around to clarify, pants. John is wearing more clothes than just pants. In fact, I'm not wearing pants to make up for it. Ah, nah, I am. I've got you. It's weird without people that yeah, go commando. Weird. Gross. Weird. Um, mate, do you know? Remember last week, we vaguely we were talking about the uh, departed rat. Yes. And you were saying to me, "Oh, surely this guy's going to get done for like copyright and all that sort of stuff. Like, how's it going to be possible?" And I kind of I didn't know, so I kind of like breezed over the question. I was like, oh, "I'm sure he's going to sort it out." Yeah. Well, his. Uh, Twitter account, Erase the Rat in the Departed, uh, tweeted something out saying, I've got some sad news. Warner Brothers Entertainment Inc. have decided that my Kickstarter to buy 50 Blu-ray copies of their 13-year-old movie infringes on their intellectual Uh. property. Just because I was going to fix the ending. In order to comply with the DMCA, which is some like copyright digital thing, yeah. uh, Kickstarter had no choice but to take down my project to digitally erase the rap from the end of The Departed. I could fight this, but I checked my bank account and I have far less money than Warner Brothers. Um, so, yeah, he's decided to leave it alone. Aww. So It's a shame because it was kind of like an internet-inspired, you know, just kind of light and funny. Yeah, it's a light-hearted... In a fairly innocent, fairly innocent kind of thing I mean, to do. I guess that it's like when it get anything like that gets big on the internet, then yeah. these companies pick it up, and it wouldn't have damaged anything to do with Warner Brothers or no. Scorsese or anyone. But if anything, it's promoting the film. Exactly. So, but I can understand that it is their intellectual property. Yeah, just a bit boring though, isn't it? Let's have a laugh, shall we? Yeah. Um, all right. Do you want to get stuck into this week's show? Should we find out what's coming up? Yes, please. Let's do it, mate. This week on Man's Not What, Ja Rule tanks at a halftime show, Theresa May playing pool, and fighting against a famous Holly. Okay, do you remember right at the very beginning of Man's Not What, we did Fire Festival? 
We did. Was that episode one? I think it was early doors, like episode one or episode, or episode two. two yeah. yeah, it was really early. Yeah. Um, and Ja Rule was the centerpiece yeah. of that episode or yeah. of, of that uh, Fire Festival documentary. Yeah. If you haven't listened to the previous episodes, whilst they're like weekly and topical, they do kind of stay evergreen. So you can go back and listen to the old episodes. I actually bumped into um, a listener this week, um, Barry. So thanks for listening, Barry. Um, is this someone you know? Or? Um, I know them vicariously through another podcast that I do, The Fighting Cock. Do you do other podcasts? Big time. Uh, and they have a social where people get together and watch the Spurs games together. Okay. Uh, so I've met Barry a few times and he said to me, I've listened to your podcast, Man's Not What. I was like, really? He's like, yeah, it's really good. Really enjoying it. But he's catching up, so it might take him a few weeks to get to this episode. But thanks for listening, Nice mate. one, Barry. Yeah, appreciate it, mate. Thanks, mate. Um, so anyway, Ja Rule. Ja Rule was tanked. During a halftime show in oh. absolute comedy gold. So basically, Ja Rule um, performed Saturday night at the Milwaukee Bucks versus Minnesota Timberwolves game in Milwaukee. And basically, no, nobody gave a shit, and it was really embarrassing, and it was captured, Why, and then went viral. What was he doing? Well, so basically, he was um, booked to perform during the halftime show, um, which was supposed to be a 90s theme. But when he came out, he was saying, oh yeah, we're all here for a 90s event, but you know, I'm an artist from 2000, so it's a bit weird. And everyone was just, no one reacted. Everyone was like, okay, like, what are you doing? This is so weird. And then he was like, well, I guess, actually, my album came out in 99, so it kind of counts. And he's just, like, walking around, like, talking. Just doing some weird Yeah, like, on a weird, like, rant. And everyone's a bit like, look, mate, no one cares about you. Probably would have been better if he just came out and launched into the first song. (laughs) Basically, yeah. And then he was like, um, yeah, just walking around, like, looking a bit annoyed that no one was into it. And he's like, come on, is everybody ready? And it was literally like that, silence, and no one reacted. And then he was like, uh, obviously not then. <laughs> it was orcs. So basically, there's a clip of that, of exactly what I've just explained to you, yeah. going around on Twitter, and it's gone viral, and people just sort of like he's, I mean, he's him. gone from the Fire Festival documentary, if you haven't seen it on Netflix, go and watch it. He's gone from that to this. Yeah, so like, it's... I mean, he was always like a little bit of a figure of fun in hip-hop towards the end of his career because he went very poppy and then 50 Cent and him had a bit of a beef and 50 Cent sort of demolished his reputation and career. And then now the kind of fire Festival stuff and then now this. It's like one thing after another for Ja. Poor guy. So yeah, it's um, it's very embarrassing. So if you you look at basically Ja Rule's half-time show on Twitter, you'll see a very... Sad little Did man. Did you feel sad for him? Do you know what? At first, I was like, he's come out and he started giving it beans, basically. Like, oh, why am I here? It's not a 90s theme. And I thought to myself, oh, actually, yeah, that's pretty sad. Like, he's doing this. But then mm. I just thought, well, you've just got to embrace it, haven't you? Yeah, and you've been booked for a gig. Like, you're an artist. You've been given a chance to perform. Yeah. So just just go for it. Even if you're not feeling it, like, just see what happens. And they weren't, like, boo... Which, in a way, makes it work. They weren't booing him. Yeah. It was just, like, indifference. It was almost <laughs> as if, like, I don't know, Pete from Walsall came out. And they went, there's Pete from Walsall. And everyone just went, who? And then when Pete from Walsall was going, oh, everyone, yeah, let's go. And no one reacts, because obviously they don't know who he was. That's yeah. what it was a bit like that. It was a bit uh... like, no one knows who this is, and it's just all very odd. Yeah. So I did feel a bit for him. But then I was thinking to myself, obviously you perform, like you do improv and, and all sorts of stuff in a live scenario, I mean. Yeah. Have you ever had a scenario where it, like you've tanked or it got so awkward or something like that? Because I imagine improv, you, you, do, you do improv, don't you, huh? <laughs> I do do comedy I imagine improv, that yeah. can happen from time to time, right? I guess, but 
the way that I learnt comedy improv is that me and the people who were on my course yeah. were sort of like guided through the process and you'd learn although like when you watch comedy improv yeah, yeah sure it just looks like oh just people made this stuff up there is a structure behind it and there are rules behind it so because we were taught so well I don't feel like we've had or I've had like a moment on stage that was mega awkward I mean I so when I did my A-level drama yeah. um, course we had a performance at the end of like the year so mm. it'd be like going towards your A-levels and I came down with chicken pox oh, at 18. That's quite old, isn't it's it? It's really old. And the older you are when you get it, the worse it is. Savage. And it was horrendous. It was so painful. I had chicken pox, like, on the roof of my mouth. Did you, like, there's all these old wives' tales about the best way. Did you ever hear the one about, like, bathing with milk and, like, oatmeal? Did well, I didn't, I didn't do that, but I did find, like, having baths... And like putting chamomile on, like did soothe it, but like, I couldn't even eat anything because they were inside my mouth Mate. as well, so I couldn't have anything. I hot. didn't know that was a thing that they. Yeah, gave. I just like, I mean, I'm not a medical practitioner, but I feel like if anyone's got kids or like younger siblings, just expose them as young as you possibly can. Sorry, I'm... you're basically saying expose children to <laughs> really painful um, stuff. Only, no, because the younger you are when you get it. Yeah, the better. The better it is. Like I've known babies that have had it, and you, the baby doesn't even seem to notice that they've got it. Yeah, I've, it's so I had it, mild. I had it when I was young. I got a scar on my cheek, which is I appreciate. It's not great for a point. Yeah. But, yeah. So, Were you quite young when you had it? Yeah, mate, it? little kid. That's the best time. Yeah. But, well, I, mean, I didn't enjoy it. I didn't love it, to be honest. But no. Well, right. yeah. I mean, because I had it when I was eighteen, we had to then do this performance. But I'd come down with chicken pox. I'd been off school. Yeah. I contacted one of the teachers and I said, look. I've got chicken pox, I won't be able to do the practical exam. We'd been rehearsing for this show, like, so much. And I'm not going to be able to be there. And he was like, okay, we'll bring in a doctor's note. Um, so I couldn't be in the performance. And I think they had to have, like, a stand-in. Someone just with the script in their hand. Tragic. And, like, I still feel really bad for the people in my group. So what, So you, what, you didn't get a grade then? How did you get scored? Well, or you got scored based on what that other person did? I don't Something know, rubbish. because I was meant to get graded on my expected like marks, but I they didn't. I think they didn't file the doctor's note in time. So hang on, right, let me, let me rewind this, right? Because I was expecting you to be like, do an improv and say like, oh, can I get a location? And then someone's like, yeah, the Twin Towers on September 11th. And you're like, for fuck's sake. Like, yeah, now we actually got to, there's a section in... My training. Where don't, don't give me the don't give me the uh, tutorial. When I, just give me the gritty shit. Like okay. someone told you, like oh. So I had man. an amazing improv teacher called David Shaw, and he okay. taught us that if someone shouts the foul, which invariably they do, yeah. Can I get a location? Can I get a word? It's always dildo. <laughs> oh, sex. Yeah. And David said, you just look them in the eye and you yeah. just say, I'm really sorry, sir, but it's not that kind of show. And then you go, oh, could I get a new suggestion, please? And it's just such a lovely way to deal with like a. a you know, so people are like often drunk, and they think it's hilarious to shout it out. I mean, what if what if it is inappropriate, but is genuinely hilarious? I've probably taken some terrible suggestions okay. in my time, like before I trained. I yeah. did a bit of improv before I trained in improv. Yeah, so. strong improv chat. <laughs> um, I want to know who your favourite rapper is because Ja Rule is having a stinker, and yeah. I feel like. Uh, he was a bit of a sort of like 
early 2000s hero, and now he's like plummeted off the face of the earth. Uh, have you, who's your favourite rapper, mate? Eminem. Is it Eminem? Yeah. Why do you love Eminem? Because I loved him when I was a kid, and I can't, I don't, I had like, I was really into him for years and years. Then I had a massive hiatus where I didn't listen to any of his stuff. Yeah. Then you got me back into him when you told me about the Kamikaze album. Yeah, it was good, which is really good. Yeah. And if anything, he's like, rapping faster than ever not that that is what makes a good rapper but it's still like an impressive quality to have that in your tool belt um I'm i think because of the history yeah i have with him i suppose that's why i like that you consider that you have a history with him when <laughs> <laughs> you've never met him i mean i've never met him i say history with him i just mean like in my life he's had an impact on yeah. me in terms of like the music that I used to listen to. I like to think that he's doing a podcast at the moment. He's going, Do you know what? What I really <laughs> when I think about improv, I yeah. uh, I really think about my the relationship I And there was this one time old. when yeah. I was at a gig and, and I, I shouted out Dilda. Oh good. Who's your famous famous? Favourite my favourite famous rapper. My favourite famous rapper is uh probably Common from Chicago. Ah. He's also an actor actually as well. Um, yeah, I really like him. Not, I'm not saying he's the best, but he's my favourite probably. Yeah. Uh, he's very like conscious rapper, so he talks about politics and social uh, issues, which I find very interesting. Yeah, he's an interesting guy. Nice. And um, yeah, hero. Um, Theresa May. Yes. You know, we don't really do politics no, on this show. No, But Theresa May has done something uh, hilarious. She's decided to try and be a human being like the rest of us. Uh, and it's backfired on her massively. Okay. Um, basically, a clip of Theresa May playing pool. Oh, I did. You, I saw a little bit of it. Well, she was playing pool with the Italian Prime Minister, and it basically got posted on social media. Um, and it actually includes her chief advisor explaining to her how to play like snooker or pool, oh, uh, how to yeah. play pool. Um, and she was actually attending the EU League of Arab States summits in Egypt. Uh, and rumours had started that there was a face-off between her and the Italian counterpart, Giuseppe Conte. Um, in the footage, the British Prime Minister admits she'll be hopeless as she's handed the cue. You'll have to show me how, she adds, unsure of the mechanics of the game. Now, I mean, come on. This is, the, this is kind of what everybody says is the disconnect between uh, politicians and general public. Because no matter... I mean, I am shocking at Paul. Like, I am garbage. I'm so bad at it, right? But I don't know anyone who doesn't know how to just pick up you the cue and just play. You know how it works. Yes, it feels like it's something that everyone's done. I mean, at this point, it's not going to mean anything to anyone else, but mm. I'd just like to remind you, John, of when we went away for New Year's. Mm. Me and your fiancé playing pool yeah. was probably one of the most horrendous games of pool that anyone has ever witnessed. Yeah, I mean, there's been some, there's been some really bad atrocities in uh, the history of humankind. Um, you know, we've had awful wars. Um, we've had, you know, uh, torture. We've had you know, um, genocides, horrible things. They all pale into insignificance at the horror of this game of pool. Um, it was one of the shittest things I've ever had to win. It was just really bad. Like, no one was hitting anything. Uh, balls were just flying around the table. Yeah. It lasted about seven hours. It, it lasted so long. It was so long. So long. Uh, it was really bad. But do you think, genuine question here, now you saw it. You said you saw a little bit of the clip of Theresa May. Do you yes. think you could beat Theresa May at pool? Yes. Okay. Uh, do you think you could beat her? Like, 
let's let's say that she's obviously not good at sport, yeah. right? But she's clearly a smart lady for whatever you think about her politics. Yeah. What subject matter do you think that you could beat Theresa May on at Mastermind? The film Dumb and Dumber. Wow, that's a good one. Yeah. So shall I, I'm going to think of some questions here. <laughs> just off the top, of <laughs> just off the top of my head. Yeah. Uh, where? What sh- ski resort were they going to in Dumb and Dumber? They're going to Aspen. Yeah, correct. That's it. That's, That's it. I've got. Did I pass the test? What's one of their first names, either? Harry. It's <laughs> <laughs> a really good quiz, actually. Correct. So you're doing well. That's two out of three. Yeah, uh, so... Any other... Oh, yeah, what's um, what's uh, Lloyd's job? He's a limo driver. Yeah. Well done. It's good. And he's also go. saving up money to buy his own pet store. There you go. I've got worms. <laughs> <laughs> it's really good. What's the name of the uh, parakeet? Um, oh, have I stumped it? Because it's, oh, pretty bird, can you see yeah. pretty bird? What's his name? I don't think the bird has a it, name. It does have it, a name. Is it Petey? It is Petey. Yeah. Petey? Yeah, well done, mate. Anyway, you know um, I'm great at Dumb and Dumber. You are great at Dumb and Dumber. Are you, are you good at sport or not? What's your worst sport? To play? Mm. Um, at school... Aside I... from Paul, because that was the worst <laughs> thing I'd ever seen. At school, I remember that they used to make all the girls go out onto the all-weather pitch in the freezing cold, so probably like January, icy cold, wearing nothing but a T-shirt, tiny navy knickers, and a little skirt, Mm -hmm. um, and they would make us run around with hockey sticks while the more athletic girls would smash (laughs) you in the legs with said hockey sticks. So that was traumatic. Can I... I'm just going to interject here. You just reminded me of a really interesting fact. There are only two groups of people in the world who wear those little, like, pant things. Prepubescent teenage girls at school and wrestlers. They're, okay. the, they're the only two people that wear those, like, Why do they make... Pants. Why... I don't understand, like... I don't know if they still do it, but they used to make us wear these navy pants and That's what I mean. Things. Why? But the only other group of people that wear those are wrestlers, like male wrestlers. I don't wrestlers. know why we needed them. Why couldn't we have worn shorts? Yeah, anything. anything the lads other. got to wear shorts. Yeah. We're not wearing boxer shorts, are I we? really hope that now the girls in that school get to wear shorts. Yeah. It's weird, isn't no it? No one wants to wear a short skirt and navy knickers. Just... It's just they're just pants. They're like weird. P- don't big want to pants. run around school in my pants. <laughs> I just want to sit at home for twenty two hours in them. For God's sake! I'm not on garden leave. Yeah, but chill out. Um, are you ready for month three of Two Truths One Lie? Hell yes. The game is afoot, my friend, because we're one month each. So we go into a new month and we go again. And now, just to recap, last week we discussed slight tweak. To the way that this game's been we played. We did. So, I didn't agree. Okay, well... Because it's... Essentially, it's my... Okay, fine. But I just want it noted in the, in the annuals of this podcast that I think that's bullshit. And if I lose, it's because of that. And if I get it right, it's because I'm so brilliant. But what if I've taken your rule into account? Should we clarify yeah. what the rule is in yeah. case people didn't hear yeah, it last so, week? So basically, if, you, if you're playing two truths and one lie, and the lie is like... Uh, I don't know, 50% of all men love chocolate, yeah? But the truth is, actually, it's 51%, and you got it. You didn't get it right because <laughs> you didn't know the exact percentage. That's garbage to me. You've got to make something up from Sounds scratch. Livid. I'm livid by that, these. 
And luckily I got away with it last month, but it, I'm just worried. Mate, you're winning. I mean, what is it? Is it a new month? Yeah, it's a new month. And you won February. Yeah, so it's one all. So one all. I just want to, now it's level, because okay. I didn't want to do it when I was losing, because I didn't want to look like a bad sport. Now I've done it and I've got back, I just want to say, right, now you know that I wasn't okay. just saying it because I was losing. Well, I have taken that into consideration. Okay, shoot. Lay it on me. Two truths, one lie. Dun, dun, dun. That's my jingle for this week. That's a good jingle. That's one of the better ones. Okay. So, <laughs> here are your statements. Okay. The company, which yeah. produces Ferro Rocher yeah. and Nutella, uses 25% of the world's hazelnuts. Right, okay. If you stacked all of the Heinz tomato soup cans in existence... They'd reach to the moon and back right. twice. Right. If you microwave a grape sliced in half, <laughs> it will burst into flame. But but what? Oh, there's so many questions. The grape. How long do you have to microwave it before it bursts into flames? <laughs> if I literally just put it on for one second, it wouldn't burst into flames. So that is actually a lie, isn't it? Well, I mean, there is obviously a set amount. Right. Of time. Well, say that then, because. What is the set amount of time? If you've got to look it up, then I know it's true. So there we go. Um, well, I'm not looking it up. I'm just looking at my notes. Uh, I didn't note that down. Interesting. Seems convenient. Isn't it? Uh, and what was the stacking the thing to the moon? It was if you stacked all of the Heinz tomato soup cans in existence, they'd yeah. reach to the moon and back twice. Twice. Is that eaten ones or the ones? Because I mean, like it's just a can. Yeah, so. not not eaten ones. Because I guess that would then be like cans from nineteen twenty <laughs> that haven't yeah. broken down yet. So yeah. No. Okay. Well, they're in existence. They didn't say full cat. I just want to clarify the rules to see me. The theme this week is food. Yeah, it's good. It's a good theme. Um, I Nutella, isn't that Nestle? So I can't see them using. What is it? Twenty five percent of all the hazelnut in the world. Nah, nah. The other two seem so extreme, yeah, <laughs> that you've like tried to lure me in and gone, oh yeah, that sounds realistic. No, it's that one. The nuts one is the lie. So you're saying the nuts one is the lie? Yeah, mate. You are incorrect. Oh, shit. <laughs> what, what, what? Come the on. The lie was the Heinz soup cans. Oh, fuck. Oh, yeah. I did think that that is just a mental number, but then I thought that's a sort of weird fact that's true. Yeah. So, suck at me. One new, one new. But... I appreciate the questions were better this time. Yes, and I did not do the changing the fact slightly. Exactly. Did you just completely make that up? I completely made better. that Better. So even though I've lost, see, I'm being genuine that I preferred that. It was better. Yeah. Better to lose in a proper way than to lose for some bullshit. Oh, yeah, actually, it's 1% different. <laughs> um, final story, mate, this week. This is a really good one. This had me chuckling a lot, and there's a lot of interaction on Twitter. So okay. uh, a guy called Jason Kirk, uh, at Jason Kirk SBN. He put a poll out on Twitter. Uh, it got like 13,000 retweets, 5,000 likes. Uh, but he put a poll out, and the poll had uh, 159,000 people voted for this poll. So wow. people were engaged with this. And it simply goes like this. Do you think that you could defeat in physical combat the most famous person who shares your first name? And who is that person? Oh, okay. Yeah. So, like, this guy's name is Jason, and then he was like, I challenge Jason Momoa 
to I it. I mean, I don't know who that is. Ah, oh, so this is what Surely is Surely it's Jason Donovan. <laughs> Jason Donovan would be good. Or like, yeah, Jason Statham. He's pretty. Yeah, Jason Statham's got to be the most famous Jason. And he's hard as well, isn't he? Or Jason and the Argonauts, but I don't know if he's if you can find like fictional. Jason Bourne. Jason Bourne, yeah. Why is he called Jason Bourne? <laughs> I just said that out loud and it sounded really weird. Yeah. That's not a hard... Hang on, is this, is this first... It's Jason Bourne, isn't Jason, it? Jason. Like, Why is he called really, Jason? I'm so sorry and I don't mean to be disrespectful to all the Jasons out there, but it's not like a hard man name, is it? I'd... But then Jason Statham, so... I think if your name's Jason, yeah. you have to say the full name yes. and it's fine. Yeah. But in isolation... Sorry, it Jason. Sounds, but it, it's not even an insult. It just Jason sounds so. It's soft. not even an insult. Your name's just no, shit. No, it's not. It's not an insult. It's just saying that it's so soft and gentle mm. as a name, and it makes me feel like you should care for them. Mm, maybe, yeah. Not be scared of them. Not be scared of them. Well, anyway, Jason Momoa is is in Game of Thrones, and he's also Aquaman, ah. the big Hawaiian guy with the long hair. Ah, I should have known that. And he is hard. He is bloody hard, mate. Well, he's Aquaman, isn't he? Yeah. So don't go near the sea, because you, you'll batter you, mate. Um, who's the most famous Holly that you would challenge to? Holly Willoughby. Yeah, she is pretty famous. And I she? could not beat her. You don't reckon? No. Are you hard made, do you reckon? No. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> right, Holly Willoughby's had, like, what, three kids? Yeah. She's got big boobs. Well, what's that got to do with it? If I started going, oh yeah, Holly Willoughby's got big boobs, it'd be like, oh, hashtag me too, get him out. Get him off of his own podcast. No, I don't mean that. I just mean like... Don't objectify women, Holly. I'm not objectifying her. I'm just saying like, she's just stronger than me and she's had kids, so she's probably got a strong pelvic floor. You know, like... Well known for fighting Just that. Her core strength would be very good. Yeah. But so she's, no, I wouldn't... Sit-ups are not going to help in a fight. So. I mean, do we have to talk about you understanding pelvic floor? No, but or? you said you had a strong core. I said core, okay, good. Right, I so. had a really awkward moment then when I thought, oh no, John doesn't know what pelvic floor is. I mean, I don't know what one is, that's okay. by the by. Sure. But when you said core, I was like, well, don't really matter, because if you just hit her in the face. Yeah, I think she would batter me in a fight. Yeah, fair enough. Um, fair I enough. mean, there's Holly Hunter. Holly Hunter, yeah, she's okay. an actor, I mean, she's... About 60, so maybe yeah. I could fight her. Got a chance there. I'm, I'm struggling to think of like many like famous Hollies, which is probably a good thing for you, mate, because there's room. Yeah. You can't have too many of the same. Yeah. Holly the plant? Holly the plant. That would batter me. Probably, yeah. What were we thinking about Jonathan's? I think Jonathan Ross. Jonathan Ross, it would be a good fight, because well, he's from Leytonstone, and I live there now, oh. so we could do it like on Leytonstone High Street. Yeah. We'll have a couple of drinks at the Red Lion, and then we'll just, we'll meet like... I don't know, sundown. Yeah. And we'll just have it out. I imagine you and Jonathan Ross fighting would be like Peter Griffin and the chicken. Well, like never ending, just yeah. brilliant brawl going. Yeah, it's starting late in stone. Yeah. But it'll end up. I think like, you'd batter him, though, to be fair. I do as well. Uh, and I like Jonathan Ross, but. He's a nice guy. I mean, just to clarify, I don't want to batter any of these people. I'm no, not... I don't, yeah. I don't want to batter Jonathan Ross. No. But what I'm thinking is PR for the pod, mate. Imagine yeah. that. Imagine that. Oh, episode nine of Man's Not What comes to life as John Bass pitted against Jonathan Ross in Leytonstone High Street this Saturday. And then on page two, it's like, Holly... Dies after fighting Holly Willoughby, (laughs) crushed to death. No, it's like, Holly restarts the Me Too movement by objectifying Holly Willoughby. (laughs) Yeah, has been sued by Holly Willoughby over boob comment. 
Yeah. What other Jonathans are there? Well, there's another um, celebrity just called John Bass, spelled exactly the oh, same. Oh, yeah, of course there is. The I one feel like we Baywatch. talk about him every episode. Yeah, it comes up a lot. Um, Could you bat him? Definitely, mate. Have a look at him on Twitter. He's a complete weasel. I mean, I'll probably save that for later. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Any more Jonathans? Uh, Jonathans? Jonathan Shallot is a famous agent, isn't he? Mm. Not many, mate. There you go. There's there you go. your there's your little niche in the market. Exactly, as well. mate. Exactly. Famous so, Jonathan. Famous Jonathan's indeed. So yeah, mate. So that was our our last story. Lovely. Yeah, it's all over quite quickly. Are you still hungry? No, actually. Because you are really close to your mic. Like you're gonna eat it. <laughs> <laughs> At one point during this podcast, I knocked my nose off it because I was so close. <laughs> And we, like, we can't figure it out. If you listen to this and think, why is John so loud and Holly is like so quiet? If you could see it, it would be like the other way around because I get further and further away every week and Holly gets closer and closer and now she's literally touching I'm it literally with her face. I'm up to the microphone trying not to eat it. Yeah, okay. So what, what we'll do then, take a little step back because you don't want to like, b- blow up anyone's ears, but just before we find out what you've learned this week, I just want you to shout, basically... Um, I love all the man's not what listeners. As loud as you can. Yeah, ready? Go. I love all the man's not what listeners. And if you didn't hear that, she said, I love all the man's not what listeners. (laughs) This week on Man's Not What, I've learnt that you should never book Ja Rule for your birthday party. I've learnt that I could beat Theresa May at a game of pool. And also, I'm getting battered by Holly Willoughby. Well, that was fun, wasn't it? That was lovely. Have you had a nice time? I've had a really nice time. Have you had a nice time? Yeah, we're about to eat soon, aren't we? So. I feel like all these podcasts just end with me and you just being like, oh my God, we're going to eat soon. Yeah, we should probably like do them like, maybe directly after we've had a meal rather than like wait so that we're like, building up the stress levels and the hangriness. Yeah. Do you get hungry, mate? Sometimes, yeah, I think I do. I don't like to think that, but I do, yeah. I get really ratty, and then Ray's like, you need to eat something. And I'm like, you need a friend who's got, like, a snack in their bag. Yeah. And they just bring out the snack. Snack, snack bag. Anything snack else? Snack friend. Else um, I realised, actually, that I had another statement for Two Trues, One Lie. I had four this week. Okay. And this one didn't make the cut. Ooh. So, do okay. you think this is true or false? Okay, great. There's a mushroom in Hawaii yeah. that, when smelled, causes women to climax instantly. Whoa. Wow. Yeah. Um, I feel like if that existed, and it was really true, there's a couple of things, issues with it, is that, I guess, I suppose the, the chemical aspect of it could make any woman climax, but my understanding, uh, having not got... Um, like a vagina or any sort of requirements for the physical embodiment of said female climax. Um, I don't know whether everyone's the same, like whether or not it can be that varied and for that to have one thing that can cover all those bases to me seems unlikely. Um, Also, my other issue with it is we live in an alleged patriarchy. Now, if there is something that can create a climax on demand... I feel like it's the sort of thing that would be bottled or at least marketed immediately um, for Valentine's Day, for example. Oh, yeah. how about this? The Climax Mushroom. Oh, lovely. Let's have that. 
Um, and if it isn't, why not? So I don't think it's true. If it is, let's go to Hawaii and let's get it and we'll market it and we'll make millions. I can tell you, John, it's absolutely true. Fuck off. Yeah, it seems crazy. It don't, how? But I was on Google looking okay. at mushroom facts. <laughs> As you do. And um, I found that fact. Th- I mean, I don't know how much info you can give me on this if I ask you questions. I like haven't that. done any research into it. Right. Because if it does exist, like, why, why, why aren't the flights to Hawaii really expensive where all the women in the world are going, well, I'll just go over there and experience this because that yeah. sounds amazing. Maybe they're really expensive mushrooms. Maybe. And maybe you can only smell them when they're at source. Like, you can't pick them yeah. and smell them. But surely... Maybe they have horrendous side effects. Maybe, yeah. Maybe, yeah be interesting yeah let's do some more research yeah let's i'll tell you what next week we're going to give you an update on what i'm calling the climax no the gushroom mushroom is that word oh wow that what (laughs) (laughs) no why not i feel like we should do a twitter poll but i don't know what the poll would be would you Uh, travel to hawaii (laughs) is it acceptable to say gushroom mushroom on a podcast um would you travel to hawaii well, we'll work it out, but we'll put a poll out like around. <laughs> Some kind of poll. It's gonna be. It's gonna, it's gonna be, be horrendous. Terrible. It could get taken down. We could be banned from Twitter. Uh, so if you don't see us there, that's then why. We can't do the podcast anymore. Yeah, send help. Um, we'll see you, delicious pigs, next week. I'll have to listen to some jar roll. Yeah, and I'm gonna eat some uh, vegan shawarma. That's the sort of guy I am. So many questions. Sort of guy I am. Um, if you want to follow us, we are man's not what on Twitter. And we are man's not what on Instagram. Correct. <laughs> I was like, sure, you just do all of that bit normally, but yeah, yeah that's fine. Um, you got anything going on? Anything to plug? I do not have anything to plug. Mate, you need to do some stuff. I've yeah? got some stuff in the pipeline. Right. Yeah. In the pipeline. Yeah. Um, I've got one thing to plug and one thing only. Oh, I didn't ask you. Well, it's on my running order, so I'll say it. Um, <laughs> no, go on. Notorious Pod. Yes. Is it a hip hop podcast? Yes. Uh, just done a Biggie Smalls uh, episode, Ready to Die album. So if you like hip-hop uh, and you like listening to um, people talk about it and have a laugh and also ask weird questions uh, and then try and answer it in the most politically correct way possible, then you'll probably enjoy it. So check it out. It's Is notorious. It out it's out now, mate, and there's Great. loads of other ones you can listen to uh, on there, loads of different albums, and it's a lot of fun. So yeah, notorious, P underscore O underscore D on Twitter. Uh, and if you just go on anywhere you get your podcast and search Notorious P.O.D., you will find us with a picture of Biggie Smalls himself. Nice. Well, yeah. thank you to all our listeners yeah, who thanks, are listening guys. every week. We really appreciate it. Yeah. And um, I hope you have a lovely week. Yeah, have a delicious time. We love you all. Goodbye. Bye.